0: Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. We appreciate your interest in health and wellness. However, it is important to note that the content provided in this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The information shared here is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts and guests featured on Everything's Messy Podcast are not licensed healthcare professionals, and the discussions within the episode should not be considered as personalized medical guidance. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Reliance on any information provided by Everything's Messy Podcast or its guests is solely at your own risk. This podcast may discuss general health topics, lifestyle choices, and wellness trends, but these discussions should not be interpreted as individualized medical recommendations. Every individual's health needs are unique, and what works for one person may not be suitable for another. We encourage you to consult with a healthcare professional before making any significant changes to your diet, exercise routine, or health practices. Everything's Messy podcast and its posts are not responsible for any actions taken based on the information provided during the podcast. Remember, your health is a personal matter, and professional medical advice is essential for making informed decisions about your well-being. Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. Everything's Messy Podcast brought to you by Dreamweaver Media. So incredible company. I'm so excited that I've had the chance to work with this company. Let me tell you, if you are looking to level up your podcast, level up your business, anything that you need to get very clear and laser focused with your goals for your company, you need to reach out to Dreamweaver Media. They have a strategy session report that they will do for you. And what that will do is you will discover your dream audience persona, define your business's why, craft a brand identity that speaks directly to your target audience, identify your marketing goals and create a custom plan and receive a detailed visual shoot plan that brings everything to life. Let me tell you, this company is amazing. So reach out to dreamweavermedia.co, that's dreamweavermedia.co, check out their website, more information hey there it's sarah wilson and welcome to everything's messy podcast yep you heard it right everything is messy because well it is but here's the thing in the mess there's strength waiting to be found and that's what we're all about here my mission to break the silence around chronic illness and build a community that's supportive understanding and downright empowering so if you're ready to navigate the chaos buck the conventional medical system and embrace authentic healing you're in the right place we're going to tackle the big questions like how to balance it all, where the family fits into the messy equation and everything in between. This is your messy space, a place where we're not afraid to get real, have those important conversations and maybe even share a few laughs along the way. I'll be sitting down with incredible people, each with their unique message to explore their stories, experiences and the lessons they've learned in the chaos. From unconventional healing methods to finding strength you never knew you had, we're covering it all. So grab a seat, get comfy and let's dive into the messy. Because here at the Everything's Messy podcast, we're turning chaos into strength. Together, we're going to embrace the mess. Are you ready? Let's get messy. Okay, well, welcome to Everything's Messy podcast. My guest today is going to blow it up. I've got Melissa Vogel with me, host of the Bomb Mom podcast, creator of Busy to Bomb Fit Mom. She's got 20 plus years experience as a fitness expert and certified personal trainer and group fitness instructor, and she has a second degree black belt in taekwondo. Welcome, Melissa. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. This is amazing. Okay, let's go back really quick to the taekwondo. How did you get into that?
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've always, I've grown up doing martial arts. Like I did karate as a kid, you know, like all the other girls were doing dance class and I was doing karate and like Seishin Kai. And um, when we moved out here in California, my girls kept dancing. They were younger and they wanted to do the dance stuff. And then I was teaching kickboxing and, you know, kind of kept up my martial arts and, you know, kids happen and then you get away from your things. And then I don't know, dance just kind of took a funky twist. And I'm like, eh, I'm questioning some things. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I should that. And so I talked to my girls. I'm like, What if we start looking into martial arts? You know, mom did it as a kid and I never wanted to, like, push them. Sure, sure. And I'm like, they do performances, too, you know, so it's kind of like dance, but then you're learning how to defend yourself. And they're like, okay, so they started. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to be on the sideline. I want to start taking classes again because the best teachers are those that remain a student. I've always said that and have felt that. Awesome. So there were a couple other moms and a couple dads and they're like, let's do it. And we like stayed in the same class and we did it for years. And we're like, we're not stopping until we get our second degree.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> it, did you have any part where like maybe you got injured or it was like difficult and you went like, mm, I'm not sure that I want to you know, treat my body that way? Or were you like, no, I am all in. I'm doing this. Who wants to step up and take me on? You know, I just, as an adult, you're always worried that
1: you're going to like get hurt, you know, or, or do something. And you just, you, you have to just be aware of your knees and your joints and everything. I never got like injured, but I had to like stretch really good and warm up. But we started to do a lot of boxing and, a lot and I'm like oh god I just don't like the blows to the head you know uh-huh. and when they start taking out my legs and I can't kick and now we're just like punching I'm like oh this isn't my forte <laughs> and I don't, I don't and I didn't like my kids getting hit in the head a whole sure, lot you know sure. like oh, and we had the headgear but still you know your yeah. brains rattling
0: yeah
1: and uh that was my biggest concern and that's when we stopped taekwondo and we moved into Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs>
0: love that so we went for black belts Back down to white, back, back down to white. So what? Um, the uh, my son has done jujitsu. Um, I see them. It's he does the no gi Jitsu rolling mm-hmm. around, a lot of mat work. What would you say the biggest difference is between jujitsu and taekwondo? Oh my god,
1: it's like two totally different worlds that I wasn't really prepared for. I mean, I was because everyone's like, it's not the same, and I'm like, okay, jujitsu is like way harder. <laughs> In a way, like it really is because you get into like these positions where you're like, okay, don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. you are not going to die. You know, when like someone's on top of you. So cold and yeah. Trying to choke you. Yeah. <laughs> and as much as it's like every time I stepped on the mat, I was afraid. No joke. I, I was like, I was just like, oh my God. Okay, here we go. And it's a male dominant shirt. Sure. So sure. I was out there like wrapping my legs around men. Literally, like yeah. not being like funny, <laughs> like yeah, not I really was. You really were. <laughs> and it's a lot of trust that your partner is going to take care of you. And, you know, and it's just it. But I liked it because it it made me leave my comfort zone. And, you know, how many times in life are you in like this position of like being uncomfortable and you just want to quit or cry? Absolutely. And I'm like, I'm going to be challenged
0: today. OK, here we go. <laughs> Wow. That's inc- I just think that's so great. So let's back up a little bit and talk about, um, you know, you created this program for busy moms where, you know, we're talking on the podcast all the time. We're busy moms. We can't find time. Does that have a messy story behind how that came to be? Absolutely. My my life, like at the time, it was a mess. It, it truly
1: was. I had had my last child and. You know, I I knew all of the things, right? I knew how to eat. I knew how to work out. I trained people. I transformed lives. And here I was, 70 pounds heavier. And that baby weighed like seven pounds, eight ounces. Wow. It was all me. And I'm like, it still happened to me. And I had like, you know, slowly the weight like comes off and stuff and breastfeeding helps. But I was in my basement, my breaking moment. I was in my basement because I'm from Michigan. And we had basements at the time. And I'm like... I'm going to do P90X, you know, because that's a good postpartum thing for a mom to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, famous uh, <laughs> <this little> words. <laughs> Why not? You know, just going to cheer me on. And I was doing a move called mountain climbers, where you're like on your hands and you're running oh, your knees. Yeah. Okay. On the floor. Chest. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Hands on the floor in a plank position you're running my knees in. And I felt this feeling on the top of my thighs. And i was just like, "What? what is that, you know? It was my stomach. My stomach was so stretched and big, and and let's be real, fat. It had fat in it,
0: that it was hitting the top of my thighs. And that was a foreign feeling to me. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, though, and just say, for those of you that either don't have video or can't see this beautiful woman, there is no way I believe this story at all. She is just so fit and so just tone. There's not an ounce on her that like... So her telling this story is just... It 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 is messy because that's huge. Because it, yeah, what I'm looking at, what I've like, no way, <laughs> no way.
1: It 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 it's true. It's true. That was that was my reality. And that moment right there, I just started bawling. That was like my breakdown. I was a mess on the floor, and I was like, you've got postpartum pregnancy hormones going on, and you've got I'll start flowing. Yeah. Oh my. Like, really. Oh. My. I was like, who am I? How did I become her? And I was like disgusted. And I was like talking to myself in a way and just bringing myself down. And I'm like, does my family see myself like this? Does, you know, my ex-husband now, but does he see me like this? Like, how did I get here? And it was just such a breaking point for me because I was like, Melissa, you are either going to learn from this and rise and like build, or you're going to be like, this is my life, poor me, and I'm going to stay here. And I was like, crossroads. I'm not going to stand here. I am not. No way. This is not where I want to be. This is not who I I was dreaming of becoming. And I'm not going to let my kids be my excuse either as to why I can't be fit again. And that was the moment that I changed my nutrition, my mindset, my training. Like I literally had to forget everything that I thought I knew and start over.
0: And, and what did you start over with? Because at this time you are you were into the personal training and fitness, right? So where did, so you you just started over with like basic nutrition? Did you go on to like paleo, like anything like that? What did you do? No,
1: that's such a great question because people think like, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? I was trying to do everything that I did when I was like in my 20s, you know, elliptical, cardio. It's not a workout unless I'm dripping sweat at the end, P90X. You know, I'm like, if I'm not just wrenching, drenching my sweat out and my shirt, like that wasn't a workout. I was totally wrong. I was trying to still force myself to do that when the answer was weights and weightlifting. And I had to learn that the hard way and step back from what I knew. And that was hard. But I'm not sweating. And my watch says that I only burned, you know, 200 calories, but I didn't, I didn't fully respect the afterburn of weightlifting. And with my nutrition, I used to eat so healthy. I mean, I still eat healthy, but like, sure. I I like everything was organic, you know, and I'd buy non GMO and I had the best bread and I had to ha- I'd i have like a turkey sandwich um, with great bread and, you know, non nitrate meat and everything was just healthy, you know, and I had to learn that like, just eating healthy isn't going to get you lean. Ah, just because those waffles are organic and I had an apple and oatmeal and like all this food for breakfast, that was super healthy, but healthy doesn't equal lean. I had to learn that. Okay. And I also had to reprogram my brain around eating less is not the answer. Because that's what we're taught, you know, you you count calories, weight watchers, Jenny Craig, and you eat less, you eat balanced and then that's how you get weight loss and it wasn't true one of my biggest breaking moments and like things that changed my life was eating breakfast every single day every wow. day and it was like eating more and it's so funny because i see clients go through the same thing and they're like i'm not a breakfast girl i just ate yeah. my coffee and you know that's super typical and i'm like you're going to eat you're going to start eating and then they're like Holy crap, I'm eating more and losing weight. I'm like, mm hmm, I had to learn this the hard way. You're welcome. I'm shaving <laughs> off years of your journey. <laughs> you know, but and, and mindset no one teaches us the power of mindset and how important that is to have on your fitness journey. Like all of my certifications and training, like no one told me this. No one said, Hey, you know, make sure you're learning self-love and self-worth
0: on this journey and not using your workouts as a punishment for what you ate and drank. Wow. That word punishment is so powerful because I feel like uh, as any woman, I know I've used that as, you know, oh, you did bad yesterday. Now this is your punishment to wake up and do this now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I had I I started therapy. I started
1: journaling. I started Paying attention to how I spoke to myself in the mirror, and just that awareness, I was like, "Holy crap! I treat myself like the biggest pos in the whole world." I talk to myself in a way that I would never talk to a client sure. or my children, sure. you know, or a friend, but I'm doing it to myself. And every time I'd look in the mirror and be like, God, "You're so you're fat," like you know, you don't you don't look good. Like what happened? I turn to the side and suck it in, and if only my body looked like this. And I didn't realize the connection between the mind and the body. And my body hurt that. Mm. And my body was going, that what's it, the point? Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Got it. She said we're out of shape. She said this could never happen. Got it. And my body wouldn't change. I didn't realize the power between how I spoke to myself, how I love myself. That's what was going to get me to shred
0: the fat and put on muscle. Wow. Who knew? Right. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. So, as a mom and being busy, you design this program. And what does that start looking like as far as, you know, you're starting to get into, you know, like timeframe and, you know, you've got the kids that you have to look after and you've got all this stuff going on. So how did you kind of fine tune that timing that was needed?
1: Yeah. Well, and at the time my husband traveled every other week all the time. Like, I could not rely on him and be like, oh, I'll just make this schedule and he can watch the kids when he get home, gets home from work. Like, I can relate to that. <laughs> there was no downtime. Yeah. I, if he was there to help, it was like, yay, bonus. <laughs> you know, so it was like, it's all on you. It's all on me. And I started practicing first. And, like, I literally had binders of like information and data and workouts and everything that I did. And then I took those binders and I created Bob Mom. That's gotcha. so, and then I started applying it to my clients. But I had to learn and it sounds so simple. It's it's like stupid, but I had to learn that like if I'm not on my calendar, I won't happen. I have just recently learned that. How and how basic is that, that like, it's like it's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. It is. And now like in right now in um Bob Mom, we're doing a 90 day or a 90-mile challenge. Every December we do this. So we walk three miles a day. 90 and by miles. the end of the month, we hit 90 miles. It's super cool. But you got to do three miles a day. Okay. Every year we do this, I learn the lesson of, Melissa, put your time that you're walking, your miles, on your calendar. And every year I'm like, I didn't put it on? Crap. Now it's 9 o'clock at night and I didn't get my miles. And So even oh. I learn. You okay. know, even I learn these lessons. But that was the biggest thing for me was like, where are you where are you in on your day is it going to be morning today is it going to be after the kids go to bed is it when the other two are at school and the other one's napping are you going to set up a play mat in the living room and just do whatever you can right now yeah. you know and i had i had to get myself on my own calendar that that was number 1 and then the second biggest thing was like when are you eating because making the kids food and then you eating their scraps or eating while you're making it that's not a meal. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah, we all do it. We all do it. That's that's what makes like I I fully understand like everything that people go through because I've gone through it or I'm going through it myself. Sure, sure. no dude at the gym, a trainer is going to understand
0: that. No, not at all. You know what I mean? No. Like us. Mom, no, no, you know. no. Yeah, it's a, being a mom is a different beast. It's a it different. Is. It really is, and you know, not even touching on the surface of the mom guilt and the you know, you know. Just all of the things of, you know, me personally, I would feel selfish taking the time to do something for myself that I'm maybe taking away something from the kids as I'm doing that. And that goes back to what you're talking about, self-taught. You know, we have to let that go and embrace. We're going to be a better mom for it if we can put in the time to ourselves. But getting Mm -hmm. to that point, and again, I still struggle with that. It's just a very difficult concept. It just really is. Well, we're programmed. We, we are completely, like,
1: programmed in the back of our mind that, like, this is our role. This is our job. I watched my mom take care of all of us. That was, like, her identity. And my grandma did the same thing, you know? And my mom put us first for everything. And I thought, that's what made a good mom. Sure. That, that was it. And if I don't do that, then I'm not a good mom. Right. Meanwhile, I'm blowing up at my kids. I don't like my body. It's affecting my relationship. I have no respite. I I never recharge, and when I am recharging, I was doing it because I was like, I have to do this, sure. or like we said, it was a punishment. Sure, yeah. And what a terrible relationship to have with your health and fitness and your workouts and your journey.
0: You definitely—that's that, got to be loving. That and then continuing the cycle on if you have girls, uh, you know, not to single out the boys, but as the you know, our own girls, our children, Mm -hmm. setting that example for them and what we're doing, what we're passing on to them for that.
1: Yep. Yeah. My girls hear me tell them no or hey, I'm getting up. I'm going to the gym like all the time. Like that is the norm. Even on the weekends, like I always make them like pancakes every weekend and I'm like, I'll make them when I get back. Sure. They'll still be there you'll still be there you'll still be sitting there watching TV yeah you know what do yeah. you I mean like right. yeah. who are we kidding Yeah. Right. right but i'm going to go do do me first so i'm better for you
0: so important so incredibly important so so what did it turn into um cuz i don't know a lot about the program as far as the time that it takes So what do we look at when you're when you somebody's new who starts the program what time commitment are they looking at
1: You know, in the beginning, the first month, it's always a little bit more because of course. We don't just we don't just take moms and like throw them in and we're like, welcome to the program. (laughs) Let's go. You know, like that's scary, you know, and and that's why we would see people quit so fast because it's like it's too much. I can't, I can't take this on right now. So when someone joins, I've learned, and it wasn't always like this when I first launched the program. This wasn't learned over Screwing up women, no, (laughs) (laughs) but they come into the program, and the first month they're onboarding. So I tell people, we're gonna build your car before you enter the race. So we don't even put them in the main program, which has really helped. So we surround them with the coaches, some mentors, and then they're just with all the other women who have no clue what's going on. I'm like, you guys are all a tribe, and we take it four weeks wow Learn. yeah we we go slow with them and and we meet every monday so that's why it takes a little bit more time sure okay you know, we're meeting every monday um for an hour they have to fill out some worksheets watch some videos but we're teaching them the week one is like all about your wine vision like your foundation week two we start diving into nutrition and we just take it in baby steps Three is we start programming mindset and then four is like training workouts exercises and in the meantime, they do have their own onboarding workouts. They do start moving. And I tell them, this is your month to practice. You're just practicing. I love You're those. not, oh, my God, I'm a bomb mom today. <gasps> I'm going to do this right. Like, mm-mm, you're not going to change overnight. You have to practice to be her. And then once they complete that, we hook them up with a big sister. So it's, it, I always say it's like nice to have someone to sit with at lunch, you know, on the first Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We put them with a the big sister and then they go into the main group and they feel, okay, I know the verbiage. I, I know what you guys are talking about. You know, like I've been introduced to this and now they're just surrounded by a tribe.
0: So then your time. What you're an like, amazing concept. That's really it, cool.
1: It's taken me a long time to figure this out and trial and error too. Women don't need just a workout program. Like yeah, we can Google whatever we want. Sure, sure. you want a free workout? Go on YouTube. You, you can Google free thirty day workout to lose thirty pounds. You'll find something. You're gonna sure. find it. Yeah, we need motivation, which is is a joke, but we do need it. We do sure for moments of feeling good. We need to feel inspired. We yes. need community. Yes. We need accountability, <laughs> you know. Okay, definitely accountability. We tell our kids, our oh, you need to brush your teeth. You need to eat. Did you take a shower?" Sure. Like, who's telling us? Nobody. Did you eat today? Did you show up?
0: <laughs> Did you? Do it? You know,
1: like we need a fitness mama. Yeah. Right. Right. And women, we thrive in tribes. We don't do anything alone. We have pastors and church and teachers and assistants and coaches and bus drivers and neighbors, like even single moms. We still have people that help us. Sure. Why sure. Why do we think that we should take on our fitness journey alone? You know, it's it's the same thing. And when you surround women with other people on the same journey and you're talking the same and you're feeling the same and you're thinking the same and you're eating the same oh my God, you just thrive together. And as women grow in the group and new people come in, it's so cool to see someone who was a newbie now be up here. And they're like, i got to keep my act together, you know, because people
0: are watching me. Sure, and they sort of now have a new purpose, right? A new because I think purpose is really big as well. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about, because I know I struggle with this, right? You have your motivation, you're motivated, you want to feel good. But somewhere along the lines, the motivation kind of starts to go away. And okay. I, I've touched a little bit on having that discipline um, to replace that motivation. But just talk a little bit about how you get to that mindset, because that's, a, at least for me, I struggle with that.
1: Yeah. The first thing, you, ha- you have to let it go. You have to let go of, like, I have to have motivation to move forward. Like, oh. Motivation comes and goes, and it changes as often as like our underwear should. Be. Yeah, sure. You know, like sure. And in the moment we rely on that and depend on that, and then it's gone. We're like, it's gonna let us down. I can't do it, or, yeah. or we feel like we failed. Like I'm not motivated today, so I didn't go to the gym, and now now I failed. Another thing, sure. Like, so let it go. Let let like I have to have motivation go. I need it in my life. You have to get used to doing it when it's not there. And we and call that discipline. It, yeah. And, and it's not even discipline. It's just like, this is the way it is. Th- this is, this is how I am going to show up and live my life, whether I feel like it or when I don't. Okay. It's, it's non-negotiable. You have to figure out like what's non-negotiable in your life. And we call it in Mom the, I don't feel like it rep. And so you'll see and hear women say all the time, like I put in, I don't feel like it rep. And that means they went and did it, and they did not feel like it at all. Okay. And how do you grow any type of muscle or discipline or mindset? One rep at a time. One, yeah. One you know at that a time. That muscle on your arm, that's never going to grow unless you rep it out, right? Okay. You are never going to become someone who shows up when it's 30 degrees outside and cold and raining if you don't have the practice and the reps doing it. Sure. You sure. know, and, and that's where your sisters come into play, because there's many women that are they'll post or share and they'll be like, I don't feel like going right now at all. And in like two seconds, you'll have like 10 women go and go. We got you <laughs> when you get there. And they're like, oh, OK, well, now you. Yeah, you went like, great. yay, you worked out. Burn calories, all the stuff. But like you just put in the most important rep ever of doing it, even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. Even when you don't have that motivation. Talk about
0: getting out of your comfort zone. Like, right?
1: Yeah. And admitting. How hard is it to admit and be like, totally. I don't feel like doing this. That, yeah. I don't like to admit that, you know, and everyone always thinks that I'm like so motivated to go and like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I just went to the gym yesterday and I was like, I'm literally going through the motions right now. Wow. This is what I do. This is, this is how I show up even when I don't feel like it. And then today I went, had an amazing workout. I was excited to go. So you just learn to roll with the punches. And sometimes that word discipline can be can be a harsh word. Like sometimes I hear the word discipline and I'm like, yeah. And then other times I hear the word discipline, I'm like, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I just like to think of it as like, you know, what what's my non negotiables? What what practice can I get in? I'm not being disciplined today. I'm just practicing. I'm practicing being the mom I want to become. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that so much. That's amazing. So how, um, you know, I, with your program, are we talking an hour a day? Are we talking half, like, what is it, you know, because I've got three moms or three, three kids, I'm homeschooling, you know, I've got my husband, like, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy, yeah. busy as a mom. And I find, you know, I try to keep up a routine. And I think that word for me, at least, routine, I don't like it because my days are all kind of all over the place anyway. So I need something that's going to fit into whatever may not be the routine. May, this is going to be a wacky day just because, you know, this homeschool project's not done or whatever. And it's yeah. all over the place. And so how, how do you deal with that? We call that shiveting. <laughs> shiveting. Shift and pivot in one. I
1: love that shiveting. That word was made up on accident because my brain goes faster than my mouth can keep up with. And it came that. out of like shift and pivot one day. And I'm like, we're going to shiv it. And I'm like, we're going to shiv it. We're going to stick to that. I literally have shirts made now that say shiv it. I love that so much. <laughs> that's so cool. And that's what we call like some days you have to shift and pivot. Nothing. Don't ever think your schedule is is in, written in stone. Like, yeah. It can't be. Right. Because just two days ago, my daughter was throwing up and I'm like, here, ship it. You know what I mean? Like when you have a sick kid, everything changes. Everything changes.
0: Whatever your plans were for it it.
1: Let it go. Maybe you're going in the garage today and you're not going to the gym. Maybe you're working out over here, you know, or like maybe you're just walking later. or Maybe you're not doing anything at all today and you have to do a little bit more tomorrow or something. But you just have to be open to things shifting and pivoting. So in the program, that's why it's designed for busy moms. The only thing we have you like must show up for is your first month on a Monday and then everything else you do at your own time and everyone in the group and how we have designed it. It's not just California where I'm at. We have women all across the country and we're in different time zones. So it's cool because... It doesn't matter if you're getting on at 9 o'clock at night or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Someone else is going to be on there, and you're reading and getting support from someone the night before or that morning. Like, it's cool that we're all in different time zones, and you just do everything in your own time. You even have the ability to, like, shift and move your calendar on your app I give you. Like, you can move leg day to another day or move it. But four days a week, I'm like, get your strength training in. We have some women, though, that come into the program and they're like I haven't worked out in a year I'm 40 pounds overweight I, I I can't do any of this And I'm like then your goal is to do one strength training a week and I want four walks in somewhere and just baby steps and then eventually she's like I'm ready now she's doing two workouts a week and two walks and then she grows and we change so nothing is ever set in stone And and then we have women that come into the group and they're like Super fit, and they're like, "I want to put on muscle. I want to condition for this race coming up." Mm-hmm. Had personal trainers in the group, and their mindset has been a mess. They're like, "I know how to work out, but my mindset's a mess. I need accountability with nutrition." So it's a way to just embrace everyone, and then you just shift and move things. I would say every every day plan at least an hour and a half for your workout. Yeah, if it takes you less, awesome. If it takes you more, okay, then you're then you're learning. Sure. You know. Um, And then like 15 minutes a day, maybe get on the group page and just look, just look. I go live in the group every day, just about every single day. Wow. You're going to see me in the car. You're going to see me in Costco. That's a quite a commitment on your end as well. That's quite. Yeah. Well, that's real life. Yeah. I'm crying on there. I'm happy if I didn't show up as my authentic self and I was trying to show women you can do it when it's messy you can show up even if you're going through hell you know and, but i don't show the hell yeah they
0: might hate you for that <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> they might hate you for that no one's ever going to believe me and people are going to say well you don't know what it's like right 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 you know you you don't get it so when i'm going through tough stuff like my whole divorce 4 years ago i went through all of that and shared that you wow. know how many other women we have in the group that have gone through We're a war sure or sure. are going through one or and i showed them you can go through hard stuff and still show up for you and if they don't see the proof in that no one's going to believe you right no one's going to believe that that's even possible right so i will i will literally be in my car going live and i'll just be like I don't feel like going in here right now. And you want to know why? Because this happened. This happened. My refrigerator just broke down. All I want to do is go home and eat chocolate and drink wine tonight. (laughs) Can we please? (laughs) But here I am. That's why I say get on every day, like a couple minutes, minutes. And just scroll. See what the message is. There's so many women that get on there and they're like, I wasn't going to do this today until I saw you go live. And then I did that. And they put in a rep. And now... Over the last couple of years, we have members going live and they're sharing their day and their experiences and they post. And it's not just me. It's everyone now. And man, when you can see your sisters hustling, it's like, I can do that, too. If she can. And I know she's got five kids. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. She showed up this morning. I know I can, too. And then we believe it's possible. Right. Well, and I think the biggest thing, at least one of the biggest things for me, it's if you can invoke emotion in me and I can relate to you, then I'm going to be putty in your hands because I am able to see myself or as something in you that is me and I want to be able to mimic that. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, I have to
1: keep it real because we live in such a non-real world nowadays.
0: So terrible.
1: Everything is filtered. You know, before and after photos, I love them. They're great. We use them. But like all you see in the middle is one solid line.
0: Right. And that solid line for a female. That's the biggest part. And I, t- I say that on this show all the time. I'm not the before picture, but I am not even close to being the after picture yet. I am still mo- very much in the middle. You know, and after I had my heart attack, I could lift it, when they put me into the cardiac rehab, I could lift three pounds, three pounds. Almost two years later, I can now do 18 pounds, which doesn't seem like a lot. But for me, that increase was huge. And just to know that that's my middle part still, and I'm getting to that, you know, hopefully to the after picture eventually, but to take away that middle part of what people are going through, especially women, that's just so, um, like you were talking about the filters and everything is perfect and packaged and I I am not, (laughs) and it is Mm -hmm. not. And, um, and it makes us feel bad. It does. I, I it love does. It's like that Instagram inf- influencer, you know, and we, here I am we, when I celebrate my little 18 pounds that I can lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can do that. This middle messy part,
1: like right now, the struggle, the failures, the setbacks, it's the most important part of the journey that pressure, the hard times. And unfortunately, most people quit during these times. During the really hard, ugly time, they're like, throw it in the air. Screw it. I'm out. Like, I I just can't show up anymore. And I'm like, you're missing it. You're quitting before
0: payday. You're, you'd put in all that work and now you're not going to get paid. Okay. And so talk about the, because you know, to fail, we've always seen that as a negative. And I'm very, you know, I've come close many times, just, I'm not doing enough. And you talk about that self talk again, and I just feels like I'm not going forward. And I feel like I'm failing. How do you g- embrace that or get out of that mindset of just feeling like giving up? Yeah, we always are embracing the
1: failure. Like, I don't ask people their wins. Like, we're wrapping up November. We're in December now, so we're reevaluating November. Not everyone hit their goal, and everyone's just like, oh, just new goal for December. I'm like, no, 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 no. Why didn't you hit your goal? Not as a judging question, but like, did you fail <laughs> your goal? Okay, why? E- use that as data to evaluate it, because then it's not a failure. Now it's This happened and it's information that I can use to learn how to grow. And and having that mindset of like, this happened for me, not to me, is critical. It is so important, but it's in our blood to go into it. Poor me. Oh, my God, this is happening to me. And, you know, but if you look at it and just how 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 did this happen for you? Just give me like four reasons why you think this might have happened for you. What lessons did you learn? And that's breaking down the failures and the hard times. Um, Anytime there are setbacks, we're always like, yes, what did you learn from it? What happened? You know, it can be even something as simple as we were late for this trip you know, that got canceled. We just had someone in the team, like, they were supposed to go on this weekend with her husband, and they couldn't now because of whatever. And I said, that might have saved your life. Sure. Like, what if you were going to get in a horrible car accident, but the universe was like, we're going to make your husband work, so you can't go on this trip, and that's the only way we're going to get you to stay home to save you. Wow. And she's like... All about perception. Oh, my God. She's like, I was so upset until you said that. And she's like, no, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> That's awesome. You never know. But yeah, when you can use that as like little learning techniques, you know, especially with like food, because that's a daily thing in nutrition and women are always like, went through in and out. I totally failed today. Yeah. It's like, you didn't just fail and just drive through in and out. Like what, what happened before that? Sure. Well, we had practice and then my dentist and then here and there. And I'm like, okay, okay. So when was the last time you ate Breakfast. Okay. So it was You're hungry. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> fail and just dry like, oh my God, how did we get up here? You got so hungry. I'd love to use that, but that's not that doesn't right? happen. <laughs> I don't know. I just fell into here. <laughs> but you you didn't plan. So you just failed to plan. Right. You, you didn't fail on life and your nutrition. You just you just failed at planning. Sure. Well, we can switch that. We, we can change how we plan things, right? So tomorrow, let's look at your day. What do you got lined up? Okay. Make sure if you're leaving the house for more than three hours, you always have a snack planned. If you're going to be gone longer than that, know what your next meal is. And many women don't. They no. they, they go out and they're like, I don't know. I'm not hungry right now, so I'm not worried about it.
0: But then two hours later, you're, you're a completely different person.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And they I have no, no plan. <laughs> And it's okay
1: if you're going to eat out. Just yeah. know where you're going to eat out. Sure. N- know what what your plan is. What does that place have, you know, for food that might help you make a better choice? You know, but it's never just like, yeah, this happened and it, it totally sucked and I ended up here. It's like, no, back up. What What led you to that place? Right. Right. What led you to binging in the pantry on (laughs) marshmallows from the summer's campfire? (laughs) You know, (laughs) not that I've ever done that, but, (laughs) oh, Hershey's awesome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. I just love, I love your energy and your perspective on all of it. So in this podcast, we have a lot of uh, followers that are dealing with like chronic illness and things like that. And you were talking about the one woman in your program that just you had to have a do a slower start. So how you know people that are dealing maybe with chronic pain or chronic illness or things like that? How would you encourage them or recommend them to just start some things? Where do they start? One physical
1: walking. I no matter can't what tell you. Oh my god, I can't tell you the power of a walk. And but we downplay it. We're like, oh, it's just a walk though, you know, like. And and then we don't think it was powerful. And I'm like, if you set a goal and I'm going to walk five days a week, whatever. Set an easy one. You are doing so many things. You're showing yourself that you can show up for you. You can create time. You can put in reps. You can do it when you don't feel like it. You know how to put yourself on a calendar. And then you physically can move your body for three miles or whatever. Like there's so many lessons that you're learning. It's not just, oh, I went out and I burned 200 calories. There, You have to look at it all of the lessons that you're going to learn from walking five days a week. It's a ton. Okay. okay. And if you're dealing with chronic illness or you haven't been moving a whole lot lately or you have joint pain or back issues, it's a great place to start because that physical movement will help with joint lubrication. It will help with balancing your hormones. It'll help bringing down your blood sugar levels. And when that happens, it's amazing how much inflammation leaves the body. And then results into you sleeping better and feeling better. And the body is just learning how to balance. So that pain starts to go away. It's, it's amazing. That's my number one best advice is like, just walk. And then once you've mastered, oh my God, I, I know if I go down here and here and here, that's two miles. I did it in this amount of time. Awesome. Maybe next week, try and beat that time. 10 seconds. That's it. And then when you get good, okay, go a little further now. Now let's now let's hit another half mile and track your time. And journaling. Get a spiral bound notebook at like the 99 cent store. The one with the metal spirals because mm-hmm. it folds and it's easy and whatever. Write down everything you're doing on your journey. It's leaving breadcrumbs for yourself um, because the way life is going right now, we all know that a mess is coming in like two weeks, <laughs> you know, and you might get off track and you might need those notes to be like, OK, what, what was I doing four weeks ago? Because I'd lost five pounds. Sure. Oh, yeah, I have it all written down, okay. you know, and I don't know about you, but I've already forgotten my miles and how much time
0: I did it yesterday. <laughs> like, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I don't even know what I had and to interesting. I don't I don't think I've ever written down. Um, like I write down like the workout of the day that I want to do, like if it's arms day or like I write that down. But I, um, I don't even I think I don't think I keep it. So that's interesting to Mm -hmm. kind of go back and see it.
1: Yeah, that's why I say put it in a notebook. Don't just like write it on paper or whatever. And it it helps log and like leave those breadcrumbs for yourself to find the way back. And then you know too, not only to find your way back if you get lost, but like you get to see what works. Like. What if you lose 10 pounds and you were consistent for three weeks? Holy crap. You now know that walking this amount of time, this many days, it resulted in 10 pounds for you. That works for your body. It's not about what my body does. It's not about what P90X says that your body can do or the girl on Instagram. It's what your body can do and how it responds. That's all that matters, you know? And the, But the, it's so powerful and journaling and writing everything down. And the mindset piece, that's the second biggest thing is we get attached to identities with pain and our jobs and our labels. So like- Unpack that for me. Oh God, it's so powerful. We This this is tough love. We like to identify as someone who has lupus or fibromyalgia or I have bad knees or I have a bad back or I've been overweight my whole life. And we, we wear that label right on our forehead It's like in a magic marker that's like, if you put water on it, then it shows up, (laughs) you know, like we can't see it, but it's there. And then we hold on to this identity and anything outside of that identity, we start going, well, it's not possible because I have this or I suffer from this. And then we start losing sight of like, but it is possible to do it even though you have this. Getting rid of that identity and we've had to work through moms with this and Bomb Mom. We've had women come in with chronic illness, chronic disease, and they'll be like, well, you know, my joints are inflamed today, so I can't do this. And I'm like, reword that. Just write it any other way. My whatever is acting up. Mm-mm, rewrite it. Today I'm shifting because I'm listening to my body. Those type of words wow, and just shifting how you're speaking about your body and stuff, It's it's incredible. We had this one woman who... She had just, her back was a mess, literally looked like a Z. And she was very slumped. Um, doctors were like, you'll never be able to run. Like, you can, this is your body, you know, whatever. And she found me and she was like, I don't know what you can do with me, but I want to get strong and tone. She said, but I have this and I have that. And I'm like, are you willing to let go of all those labels and identities? And she's like, well, it is what I have. And I'm like, yeah, but are you willing to be the strong mom? Sure. With subtitles of I have this and this. Sure. Or just let it go
0: altogether, or just let it go.
1: We transformed her body. She went from this woman like hunched over to the side, like with a Z spine that had extra thirty pounds on her, to a woman who was hunched over with a Z spine and strong and ripped. Wow. (laughs) And we did uh, like running. We and she's like, I can't run. She's like, I was told I can never run. She had a little boy. She had two little kids, and and she's like, He's like, Mom, let's go run down the driveway. And she told the story to us, and she's like oh honey you know mommy can't run you know because of my whatever and she stopped and she's like I just not only reprogrammed that back into my mind she's like I heard you in my mind Melissa <laughs> she's like I just said it out loud I gave myself that label I just told myself I can't run and she's like why why can't I try and she started running and she's like I now run a mile every day and they told her that would be able to run oh so powerful just took that wall. Right down. Wow. That's incredible. She's like, I told it to my kid. I told my kid I can't do it. But we tell our kids, never say can't. You never Right. They can't. You right. Can do anything. And they're like, I can't. <laughs> That's incredible. That, that mindset with coming in with a disease, illness, pain, you got to be very careful how you label yourself. And when you can be just willing, just willing, just willing to let stuff go, oh, girl, you'll fly. You'll soar. Awareness is huge. Yeah. It's it's everything. And even if you're like, I'm aware I'm eating this chocolate. I know I shouldn't do it and I'm gonna do it anyways. It's still a step in the right direction. Because before you'd have been like, screw it, I'm eating it. Right. Who cares? Who cares? Don't right. la 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 la. Don't tell me I'm doing it wrong. You know, cover your ears. Now you have awareness and you can own it. Yeah. And then you start going, like, I'm not gonna do that again. Like, right. Oh, I know. I know better and what's super cool is like literally today just by talking doing this podcast for you and everyone else you'll never be the same because now you have awareness yeah
0: so okay so tell us where everybody can find you if they want if they're interested in the program me I don't know I think I saw on your website um, they can schedule a call with you is that right
1: yeah yeah I do free like 10-15 minute consultations all the time um I have it blocked out you can go to melissavogelfitness.com. That has, like, everything. You can read about Bomb Mom. You can book a call with me. um, And a lot of stuff. If you're just like, I just, I just need to know where to find you on social media, on Instagram, it's it's, like, I-T-S, Melissa Vogel. And you can find me on
0: there, too. And DM me, send me emails. Like, we get people... That's us all the time. And I would put all of that in the show notes. Um, and then you said you're in the middle of a challenge right now. So that'll go until January. And then you'll start a new one, or do you take it? Yeah. My- every month going. every month we run a 30 day challenge.
1: Um, so the December one where we're currently at right now is is going, but we'll start a new one in January. Um, and everyone tells us like, Don't do one in December. You shouldn't do one. And I'm like, there are moms that want help through December because we sure yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to you guys. <laughs> you don't
0: know. So, yeah, every month you can you can- even if you had two, and I'm sure you have more. But even if you just had two people show up in the month of December, that's worth it because those two people needed it for that month. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I and think it's-, it's sad to use the holidays or Christmas as an excuse not to do it like that. Right things are happening all year long that's not okay. a reason not to do it yeah and the challenge is great because it's a good way to just get your feet wet like
1: it's it's like a mini bomb mom and every, everyone who joins the challenge is like oh my god these results are great like i like seeing you in the group and going live and doing the workouts how do i want to do <laughs> how do i get into be a bomb mom now like yeah. I'm always saying that but like if anyone's on the fence i'm always like just do a challenge
0: Get your and they don't have to be local this is no. across Anywhere. That's awesome. You can live anywhere. Yeah, that's so amazing. Well, I have so enjoyed you today. This has been absolutely fantastic. I appreciate everything that you've shared and talked about. I'm like my little hamster wheels are spinning on it, like processing <laughs> all of the information that we talked about. Uh, anything that you'd like to wrap up with or like to to get out there?
1: Oh, just I, I just love ending with the message of like, it is possible. It it is possible to create change no matter who you are, no matter what your body looks like, no matter what you've gone through. It is possible. And it all starts with the mind. Everyone thinks it starts with the body's capability. You're dead wrong. It starts with the mind. So just
0: just know it it is possible and you can, that forward. Love. You can make change. That's that love. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. This has been an absolute treat for me. I am just so appreciative of you coming on and maybe we'll uh, talk again. I'd love to have you back. Yeah. No let's do it again all right thanks melissa thank you thank you so much for listening to everything's messy podcast if you don't mind if you'd head on over to wherever you listen to your podcast app and like subscribe maybe leave me a review i would totally appreciate that if you'd like to be considered to be a guest on our podcast please reach out to me at everything's messy at gmail.com you can also find me on social media at everything's messy podcast on instagram i'm also on x which was twitter at everything's mess and facebook at everything's messy podcast once again i'd love to hear from you in any capacity and anything that you'd like to share with me. Thanks again for listening.